the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. The following program is sponsored by Next Steps for Seniors Foundation. This is Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. Each week, Wendy brings resources and information to help guide you through those next steps for your elderly parent or loved one. Now, here's Wendy Jones with this week's guest. Good morning and welcome to Next Steps for Seniors. I'm your host, Wendy Jones. And also, as you all know, owner and operator of Next Steps for Seniors, the business, which is located in Rochester Hills, Michigan. And I have the most amazing team ever. We love what we do every day. But the goal of the radio show is really to give you information so that you don't need to call our office for urgency and trials and tribulations. But when you do, when you're in the hospital, when you have a loved one in the hospital, you know you can always call us uh, at Next Steps for Seniors. But really every week, we always try to bring pertinent information in regards to aging and being prepared and gaining information and knowledge. And also we do our best, especially once a month, to bring you something different. And that is today. Today is love over all. And the reason we kind of switched gears just a little, we didn't know this, but God did, is we've had tragedy again in our country Um, And anyone who's listening to this program probably has heard already about the Texas scenario. And all I'm going to say is God knew that we needed this program today because there are so many hearts that are hurting, so many minds that are confused. We don't understand, um, but God does. Mm. And God has the answers and God is there for us through all things So it is a pleasure this week to bring on Pastor Tim Helen. Good morning, Pastor. Good morning. And our topic, Love Overall, because of, you know, not just the the pandemic, not just, you know, what happened in Oxford, what's happened throughout the country. Every single day we deal with things that are coming against us and we need to be equipped. And the best book I know of to help us be equipped is the Bible. That's right. And that's why Pastor Tim is here from Creekside Christian Church to share with us from the Bible 
to equip us, to prepare us, to really dive in deep in this next 40 so minutes. So, Pastor, thank you for being here today. It's awesome to be here again. We appreciate you. Well, I, I tell you, there's, I don't think there's a better, I know there's no better uh, way to spend your time than talking about the truth. And Amen. as we look at all the things that are happening in the world, and you know, it's, it's, it, uh, there is, and there's need, you know, right in our, in our neighborhoods and in our city, our state, our nation, and across the world. And the way to help diminish the vitriol and, and the conflict between groups of people that think differently and see life differently and respond differently. And, you know, all of the different, um, uh, when you, you look at all the, the, the thought processes, whether it's, it's conservative or liberal or it's perspective, yeah, right? you know, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. you just pick a spectrum and, and start moving down it, um, is love. And the word says, and, and, you know, Jesus is speaking, Paul reiterates that the greatest of these is love. And I want to continue with you talking about how we use this gift of God, and, you know, the, the, this fruit of being a, a part of God's kingdom, the first fruit of the Spirit, is love. And in, in Acts 12, or excuse me, in Romans 12, we have this beautiful little, it's a mini thesis that Paul writes on love. And how love is effective, how we effectively begin to show the characteristics of God and of being a godly person through our love. And in in Romans 12, the beginning of verse 13, he says, love must be generous. There's just four words to this imperative that Paul gives us. But when you look at that in in relationship to everything else in Romans 12, and really in the Bible, if we don't actively display our love through sharing with others what we have, then the really it becomes a very empty, meaningless words. And when you look at that word generous, the root word that so Paul uh, Paul is writing in Greek. So he was Greek trained, he was that was the New Testament language for, for academia in the in that first century. It's the it's the the verb for the word koinonia in Greek, and, and what that means is it's to share with others, but not just randomly share. It's not like uh, you're sharing your M and M's or your you know your gum or something like that. Oh, oh that I, I will say that's that's putting your pinky in. It's it's on one level at the top it would be sharing in the hurts and heartaches of others. So that means carrying other people's burdens. So when someone has a heaviness, we don't, you know, when you say, what's up? And they say, oh, my gosh, this happened. We don't blow it off and move on. We actually stop and we listen. And we be that. So you're sharing of your emotions. You're sharing of your time, which this is the reason that when you look at that word koinonia, to share, it's, it's not just giving something. It's allowing someone to put in your hands something that they can't. They can't carry on their own. We experienced that with what happened in Oxford. And it was such a beautiful display of love and people saying, let us carry this burden with you. And still is. Yeah. That's and, what's so powerful. That was, you know, in November. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, if you, when we 
get involved with people in life mm. and we really open ourselves up to what's going on. And what the, the beautiful thing of this part of love, of learning how to be a real sharer. And it's not, it's not just giving, but it's, it's sharing in the load, carrying, helping. Um, the more you do it, the more it engenders people to come to you with what they have and share with you their, their issues, their problems, their burdens. And then you get to the next level and it's, it means the opening of our pocketbooks to those who are in need, those who are not as well off. And, and the deepest meaning of this generosity is being able to give to someone who could never give back. And um, I think as as humans, we get intimidated when we meet somebody who has a need that's beyond our ability to even begin to comprehend what's going on. And so there's a, there's a discomfort there, and we tend to shy away from those things, and we become a little bit distant. We think we're giving them space. They see us as being indifferent. And, and that I think sometimes... Worse than an obvious, I'm with you, or you know what, get away from me. I don't want anything to do with you. Worse than one of those two extremes mm -hmm. is somebody's in the mail who's like, eh, oh, you're hurting? And the impression they get is, I don't care. That's not love. And that right there is what actually begins to push the two sides apart. If, if we don't understand something and we, we reach in and we say, okay, help me understand. Tell me what's going on, and you you open yourself up to hear. And this this we, when we've talked about this on all the different levels so far. Open dialogue, being able to communicate, whether you agree or not, mm -hmm. is the beginning of getting to a place where we, first of all, we understand each other. And um, you know, as, as I was driving around and doing my ministry yesterday, and I was listening to all the stuff that was going on in Texas. How do you understand that? How do we get to a place where um, we can say, I understand what you're going through. We, we, we can't. But that doesn't mean we can't help carry that burden. And that's the beginning of what we're looking at here with this, this imperative that love must be generous. Mm. And so as we, as we go through today, this, I, you know, this, this, book Romans in this chapter, chapter 12, when you get to the latter part of it, it instructs us, everyone, on all kinds of love and how it needs to be displayed. It's not just something you feel. Love that's only Could felt. Action, yeah, right? is, is, is not, it's not, there's no benefit. There's no production there. But love that people see, love that we display is this you now becomes a love that's I would say first and foremost, it's holy. It means it's, it's like God. That's like God's love. It's passionate. It's aware. And then what happens when we begin to love with this way is we become intentional about our surroundings. So we allow what's happening in the world to affect us. And I think that's where we kind of shy away from this because when you see something that is so tragic, so harmful, so so toxic yeah mm -hmm. it's so devastating you're like no 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 i don't want that in my life well then then you're we're not displaying generous love generous love says ah oh, let me carry this with you and i believe that that's where we need to be 
Amen. Amen. I am going to take this last minute speaking of love and caring for people. If you are a caregiver or you have someone that you are caring for medically or in any fashion, I would like to invite you to a free luncheon. We just ask that you RSVP because seats are limited. It is on June 8th. Next Steps for Seniors Foundation is hosting a free luncheon. And let me tell you what it is going to be, a renewal. Mm. It is going to be a renewal. It is a spiritual luncheon to help renew our caregivers. Join us. Please join us. It's only going to be from 1130 to 130. And you are going to learn some tips and tricks on both physical and spiritual renewal. You're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. And we'll be back in just a moment. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. Our topic today, as you all know, love over all. It's one of my favorite, favorite weeks, and it's because we have Pastor Tim Helland here really diving into the book of Romans, and we've been through so much, and especially this week with what happened in Texas, and my heart is just devastated. I have been praying all morning, all day yesterday, and I know many of you are too, so I'm glad he's here today. I'm glad that we've been able to just have a moment of realness and diving into the Bible and looking to God for answers. So thank you, Pastor, for being here oh, today. It's, it's an honor and a privilege to be here, Wendy. And and I love your topic because, you know, in Romans 12, you're right. Love is generous. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I think in order to, to get to the place where we truly appreciate what Paul is, is writing here and what, what the imperative is, this is, this is not a suggestion. You know, it's a it's a declaration. This is what love is. So, when you 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 come through Romans twelve and you look at all of these characteristics that love has to display, you know, it's patient, it's kind, it's long suffering. You know, so you have all of these things that we've talked about. And you get this part where he says love must be generous. So it doesn't say love can be or love should be. It says it must be. So so the when you look at the negative of this, he's saying. If if this isn't included, then you can't call what you're doing love. And and I'm going to take it just one step deeper. Absolutely. And let's let's look at it for what it is. This is a God appointed duty. And so, and it's and it's being hospitable. You know, we have that. Sometimes we don't like that word because the beginning of the word is is a word that you know nobody nobody likes hospitals. Unless you're having a baby, which will happen in June, and I'm really excited. But beyond that, you know, I've had stitches and surgeries, and hospitals are scary. And a lot of, you know, I've said goodbye to way, to way too many people that I love in hospitals. But hospitality is 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 taking the work of what happens in a hospital to the world. So it's learning to 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 give where people need at the at the deepest level with everything you have, with the greatest passion, with the greatest commitment, regardless of the cost. That's what generosity is. And that's what, that's really that love has to encompass that. And when you, 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 you read through this part of Romans 12 and you get to this, the very beginning of 13, 
and you know another translation says contribute to the needs of the saints practice hospitality and when you look at the 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 translation of that koinonia term what it, what it what it really means is pursue these people and then, and what it, so what he has in here is pursue the strangers you look at Jesus when he's preaching and he has the parable of the hundred sheep and, and, you know, he's got, he's, there's this shepherd who has a hundred sheep and 99 sheep are doing great. And so by and large as human, we're like 99 is great. Pretty good. Right. So, so one went wandering off. Well, okay. We just write that one off. But what does Jesus do? He, he leaves the 99 and he finds the one knucklehead that can't seem to keep it together. That's love. And I'll, I'll tell you why I appreciate this so much. That was me. That was me wandering off. That was me getting getting lost and getting sidetracked, sidetracked and allowing things to, to pull me away from the real purpose. And Jesus is like, no, 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 no. So when we see someone who's wandered off or someone who's really missed the mark or someone who's, whose life has crashed and burned, and, and it's, it's, it's not about protecting our family and keeping them away. It's, it's about extending the love of God and sharing what we have with them so their life can become better and sharing in what's hurting them because it will hurt. It will bring some negative, as some people say, negative energy. It'll, you know, you, it's going to affect you. But if, if this isn't included in what we're doing, then we can't call what we're doing love. And wow. when I, when I sit back and I look at all that's happening around I realize that there's no true measure. And so let me let me talk to Christians for a minute. I'm not, not, not trying to exclude anyone, but there is no truer measure of your Christian faith than in how you, not just how you're treating someone who has fallen off, but how you feel towards them. Because in order for it, for, for generosity to be effective, to be... Um, sincere it has to come from the heart so so when you see someone you have to really desire that that they come back that they're restored that and and you know how will they know unless they hear and how will they hear unless someone goes and so as paul is writing this and he's you know he's he's talking to all these people that really want to do kingdom work they, they they're watching what paul is doing they're seeing this this new religion explode and it is it's going all over the world and and people are they're not just getting saved they're getting filled with the holy spirit they're getting uh you know really caught up in what god is doing and they're being engaged in growing this kingdom and they're seeing miracles and you know it's it's still happening folks but as paul is talking to them he's he's challenging them and he's drawing them up a little bit short and he's saying listen it's not just about you having this feel good time every time you get in church and coming together and, and finding people you agree with and 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 you know it's the times you don't agree right the real work of the church is not <laughs> yes. done in a church it's what you do outside. outside and it's not what you just do with other christians it's are we reaching those Amen. that we feel the most distant from and and it might not, you know, like you said, the sheep that went away, you know, everyone's thinking, oh, you know, negative, right? He was not a good sheep. He wasn't paying attention. He wasn't obedient. He was distracted, all that stuff. But what if there's something else? 
You know, it doesn't, that's the whole point. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It could be your boss. Listeners, I could be talking to you right now and you could be thinking, I cannot stand my boss. He irritates me to the very core. He's narcissistic. Well, guess what? That's who God's talking about right now. That person is who God's talking about in your life that you need to reach out and show love to. And it's going to be the hardest thing you ever did, but this is the time to shine. We need to do this with everybody. Oh, I I had a, a, a minister who I was talking with and he said to me, Pastor Tim, how do you how do you reconcile what's going on in the world with a God who has all this love, all this power, all this knowledge? How can the world be so messed up when God is so powerful? And I said, I asked him a question, and I want us all to think about this as we close this this segment out. Since you've come to Christ, or, or, or whatever your philosophy is for life, you say, okay, here's here's my metric for what a good life is supposed to be. And we all know that there are certain things that, that shouldn't be included in that life. So you know something is wrong. How often do you still do the thing that you know is wrong just because you want to do it? You know, and that, that was the problem in, in the Garden of Eden is they got convinced that something that God said was wrong was actually, you should do this anyways. And you saw what happened with just two people in the world back right. in Eden. Magnify now, take, that just a by few. eight billion. <laughs> so, and and it's not it's not just people who don't believe. We we need to own our issues. We need to own our pro- our part of the problem, mm-hmm. and then begin to really reach in to what we see as being a problem to be the change, to be the solution, to 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 bring a resolve to all of this um, conflict, and the you know. You can only do it effectively in love, and part of that love is being generous, is sharing, and and it's making sure. And this is how I, I want to wrap this part up. This primarily is talking to to hospitality inside the local church, because because he's he's writing to you know uh, the, the 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 Jewish believers who are all over the world picking up the mantle of Christianity and, and doing good work. But it's it's not just in giving to people that you think like, look like, worship like, whatever. It's it's being able to share with with everyone and making sure that no one becomes invisible. And I've seen it over and over again that you you come into a large group somewhere and there's someone who's who's kind of excluded, they're off in the corner, and they're not reaching in, but nobody's reaching out. And and in that you know, there is. It, will we call what's going on there generous and hospitable? Unfortunately, no, because gang, no one in our world should be invisible. We should be reaching out to them with what we have, spiritually, physically, emotionally, financially, on every level. And I'll, I'll tell you. When we, when we really allow this characteristic of God and God's love to become a part of our expression of love, we're going to see a change. It's contagious. Oh, it is. It's contagious. People want to pay it forward. Do the same thing. Someone just poured love on me. I want to pour love on somebody else. Mm-hmm. And imagine the difference this world would be. And that's why we're here. 
That's exactly why we're here today. And Pastor Tim Helland is at Creekside Christian Church. How do people get a hold of you, Pastor Tim? Um, our our website is very easy. It's the letter C, the number three, the le- the number four, and you C three for you dot org. You can go there. Every every everything about us is there, and uh, we'd love to meet you. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. Our topic today, love over all. The first two segments have been so rich and so powerful, and Pastor Tim Helland is with me today from Creekside Christian Church right here in Rochester Hills. His services are Sundays at 11. 11, yep. And so you get to sleep in a little bit and still <laughs> make it to church. Uh, website is C. 34u.org if you want more information regarding um, Pastor Tim and his church. But our topic today is really diving into Romans 12. And, you know, listeners, I just feel with the tragedy that we felt this week uh, in Texas, and we're going to spend some time, I am sure, Pastor Tim, praying for those families before we end this service. But I really feel like we need this segment, Love Overall, more than ever before. And, you know, we've been through a lot as a nation the last two years, but man, it's hitting home really hard just individually with all the the moments of tragedy we're feeling. So, you know, these are the times to, to step out of your box and love on somebody, make a difference. Mm-hmm. And I love where you're, you're going with this um, Romans 12 with us today. So thank you for being here, Pastor. Oh, again, it's a, it's an honor and a pleasure. And, and thank you listeners for tuning in to Pastor Tim, because I just feel like, you know, he hears from God and he knows what we need. And the timing is not by happenstance mm-hmm. that he's here this week instead of next week. So, so take it away, Pastor. We're talking about Romans 12, dust off your Bibles, take mm-hmm. them out, open them up. Yeah, we're down at, at, uh, we're at verse 13 here in this, this, I call it Paul's thesis on love. And when we, as we talk about being generous in our love, how love must be generous. This is the first part of Romans twelve thirteen. It's not, this is not a directive to who to be generous to. It's not the kind of person that you're looking for to share with, which I think sometimes from a, um, and, it, and it's totally understandable from a, a business model or a financial investment model, you're looking for places that have good ROI. So, so you're looking for somewhere to put your money in particular where it's going to come back. When it comes to who we are spiritually, emotionally, relationally, I believe that, that this command is, is telling us what kind of person to be, not the kind of person we're looking for to share with. And so in First Peter, to, to, to tie this kind of together and to give us another bit of understanding, uh, chapter 4, verse 8, it says, Above all, hold unfailingly your love for one another. So it's, it's, so we have this love for God, but he says, also, don't let your love for each other ever fail. Don't, don't let anything come between you. He says, since love covers a multitude of sins. So right there, he, the, the, the but that we would all put in there, you know, well, if somebody does this, then I, how can I love them? And he says, ah, no, you gotta, you gotta understand that the love that we're talking about here, this, this model of love from Romans 12, means that that when you reach into someone's life who has really messed up this love it covers a multitude of sins and then he says this 
practice hospitality ungrudgingly. So, so when you look at what we see in First Peter, it's not giving hospitality when you feel good. So we all know that, like, uh, you know, the weddings, the showers, the birthday parties, all of these, you know, the big events where we do big hospitality and where you think of doing real hospitality. But, but in all things, not just the big things, but in all things. Yeah, it, it becomes this... Uh, there's no block. So ungrudgingly means there's never a hard feeling in sharing what you have. And I think, you know, so now, now we're really scraping it down and we're getting to, the, you know, where the, the rubber hits the road. And I, best, I think the best way to, to define this is that kind of generosity is pictured in the grace of God through Jesus Christ. And, and when you look at the meaning of grace is the hospitality of God, not to welcome those who've gotten it's right. It's to welcome sinners. And it's not because of their goodness, but it's because of his glory. And so, and I'm not saying that because of our glory, now we can do something good for somebody else. It's because of God's glory, his grace to us. And you, you talk about paying it forward. The ultimate pay forward is Jesus on the cross. And so what he did, he did for us, and he did it for us when we were still totally Sinners. messed up. Mm -hmm. And so I look at this, and the question that comes to me is, if, if God chose not to magnify his glory of his own self-sufficiency, but instead to enrich himself by looking for, uh, or, or to, to further his, his goodness by bringing in all these good people, which we, you know... We have a human tendency to want to surround ourselves with people that maybe are just a little bit better than us, so we look better. Or we love we love having someone paid maybe attention to us. Maybe you do. <laughs> well, when I when I look at what's going on, you, know, you look at at, at even uh, social media, right? Oh, so no. so we're we're so harvesting fake. likes mm -hmm. and we're harvesting. You know, we only want we want the best content, so we show the best of who we are to give this impression that we're we're better than. We God never did that. Mm -mm. As a matter of fact, and he doesn't. What care. he does is he's not looking for the best of the best to be a part of who of what he does. As a matter of fact, he he went the other way. Right. And, the and least he says, amount of likes. I'm, right. <laughs> I'm going to go after the one that's messed up the most. Share my grace with them. Bring them in, and all of a sudden, when 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 you experience that kind of turnaround, all of a sudden, you understand the power of generous love. And I believe that we can be the, 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 the biggest impetus for change in our culture by reaching those who are the most messed up. And, and actually learning to love those who disagree with us the most. And, uh, and, you know, it requires sitting down, listening. doesn't mean you have to agree with what they say, but you can never understand where they are unless you understand what they're saying and what got them there. Yeah, and we're so quick to speak and quick to, to anger. And there's a scripture about that too. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, you know, Paul says, be slow to speak, mm -hmm. quick to hear. There's a reason we have two ears and one mouth. And I really believe we should listen twice as much as we talk. And if we all just did that, I mean, we've talked about a lot of amazing things that we can be generous in, but man, if we just all did that one thing, slow to speak, 
really, like you said, listen, listen to people, keep your mouth shut and really tune in and hear what it is they're saying and love on them. Mm-hmm. Just love on them. You know, and I, I find as a as a pastor and being in ministry now for a few decades that there's these high moments in ministry where you have these incredible services and everybody comes and the, the worship is amazing and it's just the, the, the atmosphere is just charged with, with God's goodness and his spirit. And that's awesome. But what we have to share is the grace and the mercy of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And if we're only sharing it with each other, we're wasting it. Now, I'm not saying that we can't get together and do what we do, but but God sent his son for the world. And, and it says that whosoever, that means anyone. So when we meet people with huge needs, when we see somebody who's who could never possibly repay what we have to share, not just financially, I mean emotionally, relationally, spiritually, whatever, psychologically, they, they, they would never be able to give it back. That's when religion becomes pure, and that's when we become most like Christ, and that's when I believe we have the greatest effect. Amen. And this is the love that we're called to, to show and share. And uh, it's, 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 it's not just talking about this. It's, it's living it. it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's putting it into action. Exactly. Exactly. We got the easy part. We get to sit and talk through this, but people have to go do it. No. (laughs) Well, both of us when we leave here are gonna (laughs) have to practice what we're putting out there. But but this is it and this is real life and we all are in the same struggle. The struggle is real. We're all in the world. We're all of flesh. Mm -hmm. But man, walking in the spirit, listeners, there is just a whole nother level. That is all I got to say. And to wake up in the morning, to give your day to God, to ask him to direct our paths and to truly be in the spirit so much that this stuff doesn't even affect you. That's going Mm-mm. on. Mm-mm. And I, you know, the way that I think you get yourself in that, in that frame of mind and you get yourself there is by reading the word of God, by praying and in that prayer time, two ears, one mouth. <laughs> Listen, let God, you know, give you, speak to you through his words, speak to you through songs, speak to you through your meditation and you'll get direction and God will, he'll, he'll begin to nudge you where you need to take your love and be generous with it and how to reach people. And it's usually somebody that you least expect. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I would second that. C34U.org to reach Pastor Timothy Helen. You are listening to The Patriot at FM 101.5 AM 1400. And do not forget, June 8th, Be Renewed. It's going to be an amazing afternoon. You can RSVP at 248-651-5010. Love to see you there. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5 AM 1400. Welcome back to our program today. Our topic is love overall, and for multiple reasons, we are doing it this week instead of next week. But I wanted to also take a moment just to remind you at Oakland Church, we are doing a Be Renewed event for any caregiver 
uh, if you're working in a hospital, rehab, in a senior community, or if you're at home taking care of a loved one, we would love to see you there. We have spots for only 100, so please RSVP so we can hold a spot for you. And again, we're going to tune into Pastor Tim. We were talking about Romans 12, Pastor, and really about um, genuine love mm-hmm. and generosity. Yeah. And, you know, as we... I, I think we did a pretty comprehensive job of defining what that is and what it looks like and and um, and how it happens. And I, I just kind of want to take a minute here and talk about what would motivate us to, to, to doing this. Because I'll be honest, there is there's a liability in generosity in that you're giving. And then when we give with the character of Christ, you give without the expectation of something coming back. And so, you know, and then, and it really hurts when you're doing that with love. There's, I think the worst feeling in the world is being with people, but feeling alone. But that's the issue that we're dealing with. I would, I would venture to say that when you talk to a lot of these people who are making horrible decisions and, 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 and hurting, you know, a whole nation by, by bad decisions, they're, they're marginalized. They're people that, that, are surrounded with a world of 8 billion people and feel isolated. And so when you, you, you look at what happens when we practice hospitality uh, in this, as it's given to us in Romans twelve thirteen, where he says, love must be generous. And, and we look at it, it's, he's saying, pursue the stranger, pursue the person who's out there, who's, who's lacking something and give, give of all that you have, not just financially, give emotionally, give spiritually, give on, on every cycle, every level, just give, give everything that you have. And, and that, that's, um, that's an expensive proposition because well, well, what happens when you run out? But I think if we're, if we're looking at it as what's in our tank, then we're really be, we're not seeing the picture of what Paul is talking about here and what Christ did, and I think what we have to do is we have to look at what we're doing not as if we're um, a vessel like a, a holding tank that God just pours into and pours into and pours into. I remember when we when I was growing up, we would uh, travel to see relatives in different parts of the nation, and, and we had a grandma who was in North Carolina, and she would take us to various people who had ponds. And we would go swimming because we loved to swim. Everything it was always water, water, water. That was our family. And and occasionally we would come to a place where there would be a pond with all the scum on top. And the water was super warm, but we were told you really you can't swim in there because there's so much bacteria and there's just it's, there's bugs and it's dirty and it and the reason it was like that is because water would flow in, but it would never flow out. And you see when we would go to the homes of people that had these beautiful ponds that had pristine water and they were, the water was cool and clean. It's because water was flowing in and immediately flowing out. And, and we're not catch basins for all that God has. We're not supposed to just hoard it. We're conduits. It really should be flowing through us. And, and when we allow what God has done for us to flow through us to other people, then you begin to see not just the impact of what God has done and what God has given. But the value, you begin to see the power. And I think we have a a tendency to look at what's going on in the world and be like overwhelmed and just want to shut down emotionally because it's safer. If you stop looking at everything that's happening, it stops affecting you. Well, 
I think far too many people are doing that. And so when you, when, when you, you, you hear Paul say love must be generous, he's saying to the church, it's time to pick up the burdens of other people and carry those. Get involved, reach in, allow what's happening to affect you. But even more important than that, allow what God has given you to run, to flow through you and affect them. And, and folks, here's the key. If we're not being affected by them, they're not being affected by God. And so when he says love must be generous, he's saying you get to be a part of what I'm doing by allowing what I'm giving you to flow through you to them. And this is why Jesus went after the one. That sheep needed him at that moment. And folks, we are surrounded by people who need what we have. And it's not just because we have it. We need what God has given us. We need what has God given me? Grace and mercy. Those are the two primary things. He forgave me of my sins. That's amazing. That's grace. I mean, that's a, but then he also, he said, not only am I going to forgive you, I'm going to change you. I'm going to put my spirit in you and I'm going to have you be with me for eternity. So God didn't just change the rest of my life. He changed my eternity. And then he says, now I want to use you to do what I'm doing. And so at our church, one of our sayings is, in our, our, our mission statement is just to continue what Jesus started. That's yeah. our goal. What, 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 what do we do? Listen, whatever Jesus started, we want to be involved in. And what did he do? He came and he changed the world, folks. So, yeah, I believe that we can be a part of changing the world. But the only way we're going to do that is by giving to others what Christ has given to us. And who needs it? We all do. Yeah, and the least. Amen. And, Pastor, I'm going to ask you the last five minutes here just to reach out to heaven and pray for our families, our friends in Texas that have just gone through a major tragedy this week. Father, we humbly sit before you right now, knowing that uh, being an omniscient God, you're all knowing. So, so you know what's going on, but Lord, you're also omnipotent, which means you're all powerful and you're all loving and you're all caring. And father, I pray that you would, Help us and, and all who believe in, who trust, who serve you to be moved by your spirit to reach into the lives of every person who feels alienated or invisible or unimportant. And Father, that we would not just share words, but Father, we would share emotion. We would share relation. God, all that you've done for us, we're going to give. Help us to be conduits of your grace, of your mercy, of your love. And Lord, help us to give generously to every person we meet with zero expectation of anything coming back. If water's flowing backwards in a, in a pipe, there's a problem. <laughs> and Father, I pray that it would be the, the direction would be one way, from you, through us, to others. And Lord, I believe that as we get involved in your work on this earth, your will will be done. And Lord, in that you said your kingdom would come. Help us to be a part of building your kingdom in this world, in this day, using your love, your grace, and your mercy. And Lord, all of this we believe for in the precious and holy name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And Father God, I ask that you reach your hand down mm. and surround these families, Lord. Lord, that your peace, yes. God, just envelops them. Father God, that your love pours upon them 
and that they feel the strength, not just of you, God, but all of your servants nationwide Mm -hmm. pouring love on these people, Father God, the children, the friends, the teachers, the, the administration, the families, the relatives, Lord, you know every single person, Lord. And God, we thank you that we can commit it into your hands. And God, I ask that you use each and every one of us in the way that we need to be used for those families and for all families, Father God. So quicken us in mind, body, and spirit to be used by you in the most mighty way we possibly can because change, Father God, starts with you and moves in to us. We commit it to you right now and we thank you for what only you can do today, this week, this month, this year. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray these things. Amen. 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 It's such an honor and a privilege to be a part of this. And Wendy, I, I love what you're doing. Through, through all the resources that God has given you and to the listeners today, don't allow the immensity or the enormity of what is going on in the world to intimidate you spiritually. Know and live and love in the reality that we, we know and serve a God who has the ability to overcome all. And, and, and folks, he wants to use you. He wants to use me. And I would say, take it even one step further. He is using you. Amen. 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 You are listening to the Patriot and we appreciate this opportunity to share his word, to share his love and encourage each and every one of you. So God bless you. Thank you for tuning in each and every week. We have, go ahead, pastor. You have something else? Nope. C3forU.org. Mm-hmm. org. Pastor Tim Helland. And Again, listeners, this is an opportunity that we have. I I really believe we have an opportunity and change starts with us. So I hope you were encouraged today. I hope that you will go out and pour love on someone, pay it forward, Mm -hmm. as, as Jesus did the ultimate pay it forward for all of us. Bless you all. Have a blessed day. You've been listening to this week's edition of Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. You can reach Wendy with any questions you have at area 248-651-5010. That's 248-651-5010. Join us again next week as Wendy provides more information and resources for those important next steps for your elderly parent or loved one. The preceding program was sponsored by Next Steps for Seniors Foundation. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.